Indeed! Most of my players are farm boys, or they're from the inner cities. Football is their deliverance. From different worlds. When I turn pro, I'm gonna get you the house to go with it. From different lives. Welcome to college. <laughs> they've come to pursue a dream. Any football program worth its name. Lead group of warriors. I'm gonna bust your gut open and watch you die! Talent unites them. You gonna lead us to the promised land? The question is, can you boys follow me? Competition divides them. Darnell Jefferson tailback. Ray Griffin, starting tailback. Yeah, I know. That's why they recruited me. Hey, don't tell me you're falling for this guy. He's nothing. He's just another gangbanger with speed. Pressure surrounds them. You play that second half the way you did the first, this is what the rest of your season is going to look like. Thought we might take a little ride. We go slow. No cowboy stuff. And one man stands by them. I'm never going to play again, am I? Even when they fall. Look at me, boy. We need you. We're gonna ring that championship bell! Touchstone Pictures and the Samuel Goldwyn Company present a story of what it takes. Get it up! Come on, man! To fight the pressure, face the pain, and survive the program. Rated R. It's an indoor jacket. You don't wear it out where the elements could hit it. podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish. The class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much, man. Have you ever heard of White Claw Surge before? The fuck is that? Is that White Claw with like cocaine in it? It comes in a 16-ounce blue can, and instead of 4% alcohol, it's 8. Oh, so it's mm. 4 loco. what you're telling mm. me. <laughs> oh, it, t- it tastes so good. I'm really oh. excited to talk about this movie. Do you so butt chug that, or what do you do with it? Uh, it probably tastes better through, through <laughs> my butt. You are correct. Jesus. <laughs> yes. I, I live in a truly household. Uh, we are not, we are not uh, a white claw family in, in this house. That You guys are fancy, classy. Yeah, that, that makes right. perfect sense. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, joining us in the class of 03, she is still one half of our very own Texas two-step, the one and only big sis, Megan Mills. What up, Megan? Great timing on that. Uh, my internet cut out, and I just came back in right in time. <laughs> Hooray! Oh, got it. St- still working on a few kinks here at the new uh, apartment. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you'll get there. It'll, it'll, mm-hmm. it'll come together in time. Uh, Rounding out the two-step, this podcast chief sitcoms and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Not much. Um, We've been watching Invincible, this cartoon. Oh, it's so fucking good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, had to pause it to come do the show. So that's, only have three episodes left. Listen, no spoilers, but the last like five minutes of the first episode are bananas. Oh no, we're like bunch up. Yeah, that oh, was no, not, but not for you, yeah. for the listeners. For the listeners. <laughs> I don't want to I've gotten into it. It was unexpected, but it had us hooked. Yeah, it's, I, I really did love that. It's, it's a really, really great show. If you're into superheroes and animation, like it's, it's 
pretty fucking fantastic. Uh, um, Jeff Bezos, if you're listening, uh, this is my address. Is in the check. No, I'm just <laughs> Give me some of that super yacht money. Yeah. Uh, this week, Megan, what movie are we talking about? Where can we get it? And what's it about? So this week we're watching the the program or the program. The program. Depending. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The program. program. <laughs> uh, depending on where you're from. It is a 1993 hit. You can watch it on Sling, Amazon Prime, Hulu. Not sure what else. Those are the important. Um, yeah. So there's two different options for the synopsis this week. Rotten Tomatoes was a literal sentence. Um, <laughs> and then IMDb had a little bit more. So I'd, I'd like to read both and then have a vote uh, as to which one do we feel like is the actual synopsis. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, great. All right, the first one via Rotten Tomatoes. A college football coach forfeits all forfeits all but winning to get his troubled team to the big game. That's not what happened. No. And end no, no. scene. <laughs> or or several players from different backgrounds try to cope with the pressures of playing football at a major university. Each deals with the pressure differently, some turning to drinking, others to drugs, and some to studying. Also, not what happened. They're, they're both they're both trash. Um, it's closer. It's, it's closer. Because I mean, for Rotten Tomatoes to really center the football coach as like the focus of this movie, that's that's Remember the Titans. It's not this. Like yeah, the coach yeah. is a character, but he's not like the focal point of the movie. And yeah, I don't. Are we really gonna say that Omar Epps turned to studying to cope with the pressure? That's not at all what happened. <laughs> Hey, like, hey. Oh, you think that's, oh, you think that's Omar that that's referring to? Because I had no idea. You? I have no idea. Yeah, I think so. Mac learned how to read. I guess there's that. It was yeah. a pretty Did awful. he? Uh, Did Mac learn how to read? We'll talk about it. <laughs> These are all great questions. Yeah, I, questions. I could write a better synopsis because neither one of those really sums it up at all. I mean, do you want me to try to find another one? I can No, that's this, this is okay, that's, we'll talk fine. about it. The plot is not important. Right. Uh, Dana, you want to give us a rundown of who's in this movie? I will. Um, there's like a key, there's a lot of people in the movie, but some of us of this age, you're probably going to know a handful of them. So I'm going to start with James Kahn as Sam Winters, mm. which I didn't know he had a last name. So that's good. <laughs> um, Halle Berry plays Autumn Haley. Omar Epps is Darnell Jefferson. Craig Sheffer is Joe Kane, who I always confuse with Stephen Dorff. I don't know why. They look uh, similar. They look weird similar. faces. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Punchable face. Yeah. Christy Swanson is Camille Schaefer. I didn't know she had a name. It was Buffy. That's who she, she was. The yeah. original Buffy. Now she's like a uh, oh, okay. culture, complaining mm-hmm. about cancel culture and she stop the steal. She, mm-hmm. she's, she's basically uh, Kirstie Alley. Yeah. Her and Stacey Dash. Yep. Oh. Stacey Dash, Kirstie wow. Alley. The, the whole be um, triumvirate. Okay. Abraham Jerry Ben Ruby played Bud Light Kaminsky. Jerry's from ER. So just think of it that. Jerry from ER. I was just saying, his middle name is Hercules. Yeah. That sounds right. Abraham Hercules Ruben Ben Ruby. Also, when did they call him Bud Light in the show? Uh, I think when they first introduced him. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a drunk. Yeah, they did say it, but I always thought that was Latimer's first name. So... It wasn't helping. Bud Light Latimer. Yes, it's so much better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joey Lauren Adams is Luann, the coach's daughter. Uh, and then Andrew 
Brinarski is Steve Latimer. Everyone else is unimportant. So oh. that's it. Did you, get, did you get Mac? Dwayne Davis is Mac. He's not listed here, but yeah. Oh, oh I skipped him. Oh. Dwayne Davis. He matters. He's the only other player, so he matters. Wait. Yeah. Bless um, everybody. Yeah. Let's let's go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this. If it was before the pod, uh, Dana, we'll start with you. I had never seen this, mainly because I was not allowed to. So I think it was like rated R when it first came out. Oh, it's for sure out. rated R. Oh, yeah. Really? Because I didn't really <laughs> find anything that But what a treat to see it, yes. A lot what a of bad language in it. First time. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, so a, it was always Bad language like a, only. Yeah, a movie as a kid that I was like, oh, program. So I definitely had it like vaunted in my mind and I'll save my grades for later. But yeah, yeah it was something we'll I was not allowed to see. So this is the first time. All right, Dave, what do you got? uh there used to be a like a pay-per-view preview channel on cable back in the day Mm -hmm. um i used to remember seeing the preview for for movies like benny and june oh god single white female and all and all these random movies back in the day and one time it was this movie called the program and my dad was sitting there like can we order the program he's like you're eight you're 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 eight no way are you kidding me (laughs) so it was several years later but i eventually did uh see it i think i was middle school maybe i i'd snuck it and i was like this wasn't worth it there's some cursing but what else is there that's a quality memory of the the early days of pay-per-view preview uh big sis memory for you uh i had never seen it okay i selected it because um i was talking to some friends about doing this pod and watching like I, and I said, I, I often always pick the sports movies. Really do. Um, yeah. I do. Because I find them interesting. There's, yeah. there's like a, du- a dual narrative happening usually. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody was like, oh, you should watch the program. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of it. And I'm super into sports movies, motivational, very great. Um, so it's my first time. Okay. I'm excited to see what you what you thought about it. I mm-hmm. I don't remember like specifically the first time I saw it. I was definitely in college. Um, I didn't have it on DVD, and this is also before Netflix became a thing. Um, we might not have even had a DVR at this point, so I probably just like watched it on HBO or like whatever when it was playing and like happened to be on. Um, left a very serious impact on me, as evidenced by me yelling "Latimer, place at the table!" last week when you announced it. Like that, yep. that scene is <laughs> it is like indelibly marked in my brain from like the two or maybe three times max that I had seen this movie ahead of time. So yeah. only seen it a couple of times, but um, remember really, really enjoying it. Like the first time that I watched it, probably pretty stoned. So like probably, you know, help. And I no. bet it was during football season too. Well, college me was wild. But, <sighs> I mean, it was, it was probably during football season, which also mm-hmm. like would have helped me get more excited about it. But yeah, I, I, I did this. love this the first time. Well, Iowa, Iowa is in this. I looked yeah. up, um, they, they mentioned there was like a pretty tough Iowa team. And so I looked up Iowa's 1993 record. It was a six and six year, not a great year. Hayden Fry was the coach. If you remember the TV show okay, coach, I'm sorry. I'm Hayden sorry Fox, based on Hayden Fry, he's a legend, but he did have a bit of a downturn near the end of his career. And uh, this would have been kind of the beginning of that slide toward the end. So not, not a they, also, they also played the Longhorns, but to be fair, when they were probably like writing this film or perhaps shooting it, it probably wasn't 1993. So mm. Also, Iowa is just one of those teams. They're in the Waterboy too. Like a lot of a lot of college football movies have like Iowa as a team you play against for some reason. 
Well, because there's not a lot to do in the cornfields of Iowa other than... Uh, we also grow sorghum. Let's not forget the sorghum. <laughs> yep. let's, let's not, uh, let's not yeah. do that. Yeah, Dana, um, <laughs> as an adult, did this make the grade for you uh, on your first watch? Should they have held this back? Um, I thought it was fine. I like watched it in the, with the mindset of like, this is a movie that is 20-something years old at this point. Am I doing math right? 30-something. I don't even know. Um, 27, so, 28. Okay. All right. So it's like as old as some of my coworkers. Um, <laughs> and it was like, my only complaint is a little long. I think we could have, could have tightened it up. Mm-hmm. We even had to cut a scene, which we'll get to in the fun facts. And it was still long. It was almost a two hour movie. And yeah. I just, I didn't know why. So yeah. thought it was fine. Just could have been shorter. That's but, a fair critique. Dave, how about you? I thought it was good. Yeah. Too long. Uh, some of the acting was bad um yes uh um it was it's it's always good to see like a truthful portrayal of how things really are in the world and because everything's not perfect and hunky-dory all the time people actually having feelings and being angry and reacting in those kind of ways so that was good um and yeah just that 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 latimer part stuck with me too and every time i see it i just go yeah 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 place at the table (laughs) place at the fucking table starting defense place at the table uh, you don't remember the, <gasps> we'll talk about it it's it's gonna come up uh yeah big sis how about you yeah same like when i started <laughs> it i was like oh i can knock this out an hour and a half and then i was like wait a second does that say it's like two hours like why mm-hmm. um and then yeah it, like I think we just like trim some things up. It was also one of those movies where you had to like remember your, it's, it's a time warp, right? Like you're going back in the early 90s. It's like, you know, borrowing some things from like the late 80s where not great acting, a little bit um, like a little kind of, I don't know, <laughs> not great writing, but like a little over the top at times. Um, but it was like a, it was fine. I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I mean, this it made the grade for me. Um, it wasn't like an A+. Plus. Um, might be the worst sports movie that we've seen so far. Oh, that was my first question. I, I so don't, hold oh, it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it, it was not, a, it was not a, an instant classic sports movie for me. There were two things that I think kind of like held it back from being, you know, a great movie. Transcendent. Um, well, yeah, it did not transcend anything. One, <laughs> I think they were trying to tell way too many stories, um, which is why it was two hours long. And as a result, like some of those stories didn't really get developed enough at all. They felt like really kind of uh, raw dough is probably how I'd put it there. You'll, you'll get salmonella from eating, eating some of these plots. Um, <laughs> well, I love uncooked cookie dough. Well, well, it's not cookie dough. I think it's like sourdough bread. It's sourdough starter. Uh, oh, okay. It's just it's, like a piece of chicken. It's a big old out. spoonful of sourdough starter. <laughs> it's just yum, yeast and some yum. water. Um, I could go for some cookie dough, though. That's I love cookie dough. So but beyond, anyway. beyond that issue, the movie seemed like a little indecisive about whether it was trying to be really sincere and gritty or like a full-on cartoon. Um, mm. Some of that might be because it's like a 27, 28-year-old movie and we've learned a lot more about what a big-time college football program is actually like in that time. Like some of the things that have gone on at programs like Baylor, Ohio State, Michigan State, USC, Miami, that shit is so much Florida crazier. State. 
well, uh, Southern Methodist. <laughs> well, SMU was before this. Pony oh, Express was in the okay. 80s. No, fun, uh, funny thing about that, the backup quarterback's name is Bobby Collins, mm-hmm. yeah. who was the coach of the SMU Mustangs when oh, they got the death penalty. Okay. If that's a coincidence, fine. But maybe they were like, oh, college football history. This happened a few years ago. That, I like that. We'll, we'll call him Bobby Collins. Yeah. Cool. Like, but some of the things that we've seen at some of these programs, even like smaller programs, is so much crazier yeah. than the stuff that happened in this movie that's kind of like this feels like a little bit like a naive portrayal of what a dirty college football program is like and like if you're gonna if you're gonna do this like blow it out have it I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll touch on some things that i think that would have kind of really driven it home more but like it seemed like um they weren't quite sure where they wanted to go with this and so it kind of felt a little bit like disjointed at times mm-hmm. but i liked it i was entertained by it um there were some characters that I really did enjoy. Uh, yeah, it could have been a half hour shorter if you cut out like one or two of these players in their storylines. Um, yeah, I think that's why the Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, like that they were so different. Like, because mm-hmm. I, I had the same kind of like challenge in my head of like, the coach, the coach did come in quite a bit and like was you're kind of seeing like his perspective sort of unnecessarily in my opinion. Um, But if they were going to do his perspective, then they should have pushed the needle on like how crazy of a thing that he was going to like either ignore or do or whatever. Yes. The needle. Um, Get it? Yeah. Uh, Steroids. uh, That's good. We'll talk about it. Um, (laughs) But if they were going to do the player story, then they should have like cut out some of that crap about the coach. Yeah. And and to your point, dug into like a few of the players, like a little bit more deeply. Yeah. And Megan, in like a month or two, you're going to pick blue chips, blue chips, (laughs) uh, (laughs) this movie, basketball, and they really do a better job. I think. Nolte and Shaq. Nick Nolte, Shaq and Penny Hardaway. That's right. I think we said this last time too. Yeah. They only. There's only like three players they focus on in that movie, and I think that helped it a lot. Well, because it's basketball, so there's not that many people to be. Yeah. Can I pick Mighty? Can I pick Mighty Ducks? Fuck yeah, it's a sports movie. Yes, you can. Are they in high school? No, Mighty Ducks three. They're at a prep school. Three. So I have to go with just three. Thanks for thanks for dinner, losers. It's a fantastic it's, scene. I think we must do it now. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's tough. It's tough because if we're going to do that, then we open the door to like Sandlot, Little Giants. These are these are more children's. Oh open the door, Sports people. Movies. Open the door. Let's finish high school and college runs, and yeah. then we can go to grade school. Yeah, we'll and do the nursery. big green eventually. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Do we have any fun facts before we get into our recap here? Dude, so much fun in this movie. Um, <laughs> did you recognize that the, the uh, Timberwolves Stadium, Brian? It, it, no, I, I I tried to place it. Uh, mm-hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't recognize that one. Well, you saw the SEC banner up top. I saw that. William, I saw it. Williams Bryce Stadium. Okay. Of the University of South Carolina, aka yes. the, the real Gamecock. USC of well, the no, SEC. Don't tell my entire family. Understood. Oh. Understood. I keyed. I keyed. I keyed. Well, th- um, I, I noticed there was a dude in a Gamecocks T-shirt in like the front row, prominently featured. I'm like, you couldn't give him like an ESU shirt to wear. It was their first game when they played against. Uh, was it, it wasn't Georgia Tech? Whoever they yeah. had in their first game. I'm like, you couldn't just put him in something else. Well, they filmed all the football action on the same State. day. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. We can't. We can't afford more shirts uh, for these people. We're out of money. 
Yeah. I think I saw this and it was filmed at USC. I thought it was in California. Oh, That's no. why they had the same colors as the Trojans. And I was like, mm. I didn't know USC Stadium was so big. No, the Coliseum looks nothing like this. The Coliseum <laughs> is so a Coliseum. This place <laughs> oh, is okay. not that great of a stadium. Only the Gamecocks. The Cox, go Cox. Mm-hmm. Cock and fire. <laughs> Just say it one uh, more time. Cox, Cox, Cox. Um... The original release of the film had a scene. Um, where infamous. It's infamous, yeah. There were several ESU players. They lay in the yellow dividing line of a busy local street. And if you see the scene, this is the busiest and highest speed limit road I've ever seen out in front of a bar ever. Like people <laughs> going 55, 60 miles per hour past <laughs> these kids. And Joe just kind of, Joe Kane stumbles out there. He's like, yeah, I'm good, right? And he lays out there and everyone goes one after another and they all lay in the middle of the street nothing happens to them because you know they're great and everything's gonna be fine um so uh, i guess some people saw this in the theater and they tried it and two people died don't try it don't try it i just i saw it on the movie screen so yeah what like this is (laughs) this was the big hullabaloo like this is why i feel like i knew about it it's Mm -hmm. because i did i I remember it now that we that we're talking about this. Yeah, it's insane uh, to me. Before it, it ever got to like DVD, it, you only ever if you saw it in the theater, you got to see it. You saw it on DVD, you didn't, unless you ordered the DVD in Italy, which you can see the scene on YouTube with the Italian dub over it, which makes it kind of funny. Was well, a soccer movie um, there? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> food. It's football. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. Uh, if you ever want to, if you do want to see it and check it out, you can see it on YouTube still. But uh, they took that out because uh, people so, dead. I just, I just wonder, died. like, yeah, like I feel like a lot worse happens now. But um, mm-hmm. when did it happen in the film? And did they replace it with the scene where Joe Kane stands in front of a train? Because that's Which fine. Is, Leave that that's in. That's so awful. I mean, that people that die from that all the time. I'm pretty sure it's the first time they go into the bar. Jefferson and Joe Kane and Latimer's there, um, and then uh, Mac shows Lekinski. up. And there's like a scene, and uh, Bobby Collins goes and talks to Joey Lord, Lauren Adams, and I think that oh. ex- scene just extends, and then they uh-huh. walk outside the bar. And that's what they do outside the bar. That makes sense. That scene was kind of a nothing scene. It was. It was, it kind was of a get to know you a, sort of a. It was a fe, fe, yeah. done fe. Okay. Wow, interesting. Okay. Uh, interesting. And uh, Roger loved this movie. Three out of yeah. four stars. Yeah. All right. I don't know, Rog. I don't he know. actually enjoyed the non-football stuff. He's like, oh, it's appealing. I like. Okay. It. Which I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I, I was fine uh, with. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, one, one of the lines that I, that, that, that I pulled from is like, you said that Latimer comes across more as a World Wrestling Federation stooge than a plausible college student. Mm-hmm. And I agree. He illustrates team spirit okay. by breaking the car windows with his forehead. Yeah, he's, I'm like, that's, he's, he's that's pretty perfect. That's, yeah. that's, that's pretty perfect. No, he, not a lot of movies had shown this kind of real side where you know people do drugs and they drink too much and like real stuff happens. So he's like, I applaud that. That's yeah. a that's an interesting story to be told. Well, I think I've said it before. Raj is in the doghouse because he didn't like remember the Titans, and I think he liked he this just, more than remember the Titans. I was going to ask. What? I think like remember the Titans was a two star review, yep. maybe yeah. two and a half. No, yeah, I think it was two. He liked two. I don't think it was two and a half. Yeah. This might, I mean, of all the sports movies we've done, he might have given this the highest review of all, which is insane to me. Mm. There were no horny teens in really? it or anything. Zero horny teens. Well, they were. They were we'll talk about it. Yeah. 
All right. Well, yeah, any other fun facts? Otherwise, that transitions to my first topic. Yeah, let's let's jump right into this recap here. Megan, where do you want to take us here? So I was going to start off by asking, like, how does this compare to our other sports movies? So Varsity Blues, like 2% sports, 98% other stuff. Uh, Friday Night Lights was like, what, 75% sport, yeah. 25% anything else. Remember the Titans was maybe like a 60-40 split. Yeah. Where, where are we here? Uh this felt very like 50 50 to me there was a lot maybe i'm just i don't know there was a lot of sport because they also showed practice in this movie you know we mm-hmm. don't practice all that often Gosh. um and there i mean that last that last football game is like 20 minutes long that's a lot you're basically it watching was. a full football game it was um, maybe that's was a big I, game. yeah i definitely game. was like i want more football in this movie i uh, yes mm-hmm. i could because i more. didn't yeah, I didn't like the non-football stuff. I didn't care no. for the acting. Um, <laughs> no, no. Did, so did, just did like, like, oh, I just want to watch a football game. That's what I should just put on the NFL Network. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you guys like the way that the football was done in this movie com- compared I to others? I, I thought it was talk about that. Well, especially with the with the POV helmet cam where you always get a block, and you're just like, whoa, this guy's coming at me. Nope, block shows up. You always get a block, head never Every time. You never look, Every time. forgetting a block, it just happens. I, yeah. I have to say, this this movie to me represents like a really specific time in college football. Um, I know, Dave, we watched The U together on uh, ESPN 30 for 30. The U! If you guys yeah. haven't watched The U, 30 for 30, it's one of the best ones. Um, but there's a whole part in that movie where they explain that the NCAA like changed their rules around celebration because of what Miami was doing in like 91, 92. Um, Miami won the last title in 93. So this would have been like, they changed the rules right before that because Miami was having too much fun playing football. And like everything about this movie um, made me think about Florida state like this. The colors are right. Yeah. Uh, Darnell. One one letter difference. Right. ESU, FSU. I thought it was Florida. In my in my memories, it was Florida State. Yeah. And I was like, actually going to ask if we felt like we knew who ESU was supposed to be. I tried to break down their schedule. They play SEC teams. They play ACC teams. They play Big Ten teams. Big Ten teams. I know. Yeah. Like oh, during regular season. Yeah. 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 I would I never play them the end of the season. Fuck. Yeah. We're not going to the south at the end of the season. You're coming to the north to play in the fucking snow. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing that. So I, yeah, I was like, "Where's the school located, and what conference oh. are they in?" We're like, so, so, so many questions about where this is located. Hey, if you look at their stadium, area. there's a big SEC banner right, right at the top. But uh, it, I think it's but none to be of the like, none of the people they played were in the SEC. They play so one SEC team, Mississippi State, and that's it. Yeah. Um, it well, and and Darnell, he he looks and dresses a lot like Deion Sanders, <laughs> who was yes. at Florida State. So like. To me, I'm like, this is a Florida State thing. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of hard to compare it to like Varsity Blues, Friday Night Lights, or the Titans because college football and high school football are so different. Um, but I do feel like this was both the least realistic and also the most fun depiction of football we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. This like- was cartoon football they were playing. Uh-huh. Like, I like Varsity uh, Blues. Varsity Thanks. Blues as well. Uh, the amount of That's cartoon football. the yeah. amount of very clear talking that they were doing with mouthpieces in, obviously via ADR, 
in this movie sets it aside. Oh there my are God. full cover. You hear the guy's internal dialogue. You're like, Maybe, oh, miss me again. Like, this doesn't happen. <laughs> It was real so movie. bad. And there were times was, where, like, really bad. it's like a close-up on Omar Epps' face, just, like, running horribly, like, not holding a football, like, doesn't have his hand over the nose like you're supposed to, yeah. with balls, like, inside of bread. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. He's really, and then he's just like, yeah, it's not going to hit me. Sourdough yeast. It's crazy. <laughs> you can, like, totally see his mouth is not yeah. moving. It's, it's insane that they, and so for me, I'm like, yeah, this is not at all what football is really like. Kaminsky is singing most of the time while he plays. There, uh, there was the a trash guy. Trash talk. So much of this is wild. There was a guy. Uh, oh God, what's his name? Oh shit. Um, he played. He played. He was. Uh, I'm gonna get mad at myself later on. One of the greatest left tackles in NFL history. Um, I can't remember his name right now. But his whole thing was he would come to the line of scrimmage and get down and make like a train horn sound like a woo like a woo woo letting the Warren defensive end no, no 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 offensive line um oh, hispanic wow. last name not okay. gonzalez it, it maybe it was anthony gonzalez i think it might have been but his whole thing was like he would come and make like a, a woo woo train noise if they're gonna run behind him because he knew you couldn't block him anyway so he was like mocking the defense like they're gonna run right behind me and we're gonna get a big a big, big gain here that's the most you do you're not singing songs and like we'll talk about Mac later on, I think. But like watching this version of football was a lot of fun to me. Complete NFL blitz that we watched here. Yeah, I just think they could have had a better writer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The writing was not good. We're the like, writing was not good, nor was the acting. I feel like mm-hmm. they didn't have like a ton of music, musical cues, because like I'm thinking yes. about like varsity blues. I'm always like Thunder! Uh, I'm thinking like ACDC <laughs> and like there goes my. Oh boy! This there's like two there's songs. Two songs. It's Welcome to the Jungle yeah. during practice. Yeah, right. And like that was it. And I'm like, this you needed the the music so you don't have mm-hmm. to hear like going ah get number twenty three lock him for me. And I'm like, who's running as fast as he can? He is not pointing out directing cues like ninety three. No. This was like this was this was grunge central time. You could have found some kind of rock. This grunge to put in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there were so many. Maybe they ran out of money, or some kind of hip hop too. Put yeah, something in there, but party no, hip hop was a thing. Young MC could have been all over the soundtrack. Uh, yeah, I just think we've watched movies that have done the split between football and the non-football. What did what did Raj call them? Just oh, there's the non the human the humans. scenes. The human uh, scenes. The human scenes. And they've done it better. Like I know, I think we complained about Friday Night Lights too. I like the humans, um, but, but it's even oh. even in some of like the the non football movies where they, I mean, we were talking about this where that one movie played Smash Mouth like fifty different times, but yeah. like yeah, yeah. it was like awesome. a cue, yeah, it was like a cue to like a different like a situation that was happening. So like we needed yeah. the the musical cue to go along with the fact that they were like switching into football gear. They relied a lot on the score in this movie. Like, if you watch the football scenes, it'd be, like, very quiet in the huddle when they're given the play. They get to the line of scrimmage, the ball snaps, and all of a sudden the music volume is, like, 40. Like, it's turned yeah. up out of nowhere during the play, and then it's, like, muted again. And, like, and you don't need to do all that. They relied mm-hmm. a lot on, like, a heavy metal score to this movie. So, also, another thing that we brought up earlier that I wanted to dig in more on was, like, where is this set? Because we know that it's at 
the, the Gamecock Stadium. Eastern State. Mm-hmm. Right. But then it sounds like some people have a New York accent, but then also some people have a Southern accent. Well, yep. you can come from all over. Yeah. Okay. Different. That's what right. I was say. But none of those accents were like good. So no, I'm like, so, why are well, well, Max Southern was, accent was pretty That was old. a natural Southern accent. Right? Okay, that, I, I thought fine. he was a Southern guy. That was pretty fine. Okay. I was talking about, I think one of the girls had like a Southern accent that was like very terrible. Joey Lauren Adams is trying to do an accent. Oh, yes, yeah. it's Joey Lauren Adams. Yeah. Daddy, I love him. Daddy, oh, I love him. <laughs> Joe Kane too had a little bit of that southern twang, and then I don't know where yeah. he's from. No, no, no. You you see their family situations. I'm like, these are farmhouses in the middle of nowhere, so it could be yeah. rural well, wherever. That's like, what I, I, was I have thinking. no idea. It could be south, could be north. I have no idea. Like judging from where Mac grew up, like he's in yeah. the deepest of the south. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how like college football is at a big program. Like most colleges pipeline certain states, meaning they get like most of their players from the same five or six states where they have like a good relationship with high school coaches and they have scouts that are just kind of, you know, out there. So like in Iowa, we pipeline Iowa, obviously, then Illinois, Michigan, New Jersey, and Texas are like where almost all our players come from. We have been yes. trying to pipeline Florida for fucking ever. We need to give up on that shit. But like it, the, the amount of accents didn't throw me so much. It was more like one of these accents is quality. The rest are pretty bad. Right. So like I don't why know even where Joe that? is from. Okay. Joe, I thought Joe was from like a very downtrodden, like rural area. Then you go see his house. There's a big ass factory in the background. Oh shit, you're right. But then I'm wondering, you know, he got to his dad's house and I'm like, okay, so he must live in the same town the school is in or like pretty nearby. Right. He flew there. I have no idea where his dad lived. <laughs> but and then Omar Epps and Halle Berry had yeah. like this terrible New York accent. Well, he's yes. from Philly, though. He's, he's from Philly. They gave that away in the beginning. Man, a Philly accent's a real thing. That's not what he had. Right. That's Where not what he had. Anyone? Like, <laughs> a Philly accent sounds like a Baltimore accent. It's a weird. Yeah. Accent. Baltimore, you know, it's your vowels are all insane. Yeah. yeah. Like, but the, he whites. did not have that. He had some fake New York accent, and she had some fake New York accent, and then yeah, I was like, yeah, is this J Lo? Yeah, had no New York. No, no, but this is this is supposed to be a a big time school that draws from all over the country, pretty much everybody. So I I guess this makes sense. They were trying, but everyone sounds so. Everyone should just not. Everyone should have just had their normal. Yes, use your regular voice. Use your regular voice. It's not working. The voice. And then Uh, we'll have a variety of different places. Like sure, sure. Yeah, use your regular voice. Anyway, that's my that's my soapbox. Um, that's one that's one of my nits, and I literally put a few of my nits as knit. the title of the section. <laughs> solid nit. The other nit is everyone in this movie is a grown ass adult. Has well, a, old, has old, a mortgage. old, old, except old. for old. Okay, so I, I when you when I saw you want to talk about, this, I looked it up. The guy who played Joe was he either thirty two or thirty three. Oh, 100% um, he looked like that. He, yeah. Listen, it's, my mom would say it's been a hard 33. Yeah. That motherfucker looked full. <laughs> he, he was, he, no, he was gray yeah. in the face. <laughs> he, 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 he looked like he was tired. It yeah. looked this like he like, fought in Nam. This yeah. isn't like Derek Luke 
in Friday Night Lights. Because, no. you know, black don't crack. So black it was all crack. good. I was like, be whatever, be booby miles. But yes, this motherfucker. <laughs> he had cracked. a receding hairline. This he guy had a receding cracked. hairline major. My thing was, I'm available to play teens. Hello, he fellow was, kid. He, he was born before the Kennedy assassination. Yes. Yes, he was. Yes, that's he was a real thing. 1960. We had and James. Dude, James James Con was 53 in this movie. <laughs> right. He was only peers. 20 years older than Joe Kane. They King. are peers. Great. My thing with this guy. Okay, peers. I uh, my issue with him. I was trying to figure out how old he was supposed to be. I th- I would have thought redshirt senior. You go into it on yeah. the cover of Sports Illustrated as a Heisman contender, despite having a losing record the year before. Yeah. Make that make sense to me, but at the end of the movie, he's like, "Well, we'll come back and get him again next year," which means he's at the oldest a redshirt <laughs> senior. I don't mm-hmm. think he's even supposed to see. He's living in a dorm, I think. So yeah. potentially, he's like a true junior. So he's like twenty-one yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Like I, that dude looked seventy. Like he's an <laughs> old, old he's man. In rehab. I'm like, yeah, a thirty-five-year-old right. man, but. <laughs> He's an elderly like, gentleman. Like, yeah. No, he's yeah, a drinking he's twenty-two. He's a he, he's a drinking twenty-two. It's different. Oh, like, God. and he was doing drink. real drinking. Like, I'm just gonna drink straight tequila and see where it takes. I know me. he's drinking like eighty tequila shots while also drinking beer, and I'm like, he's definitely like at least twenty-seven. Wakes up in the oh, in the middle of the night. It's like, let me pour myself a scotch. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> 20, 21, 22 years old. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what about what about everyone else? Everyone else is somehow college age. Omar Reasonable. Epps like, Omar Epps is like twenty one 20, in this movie. Twenty twenty one. I think Halle Berry is like twenty one, twenty two. Even okay, Bud Mike Kaminsky is like twenty two. I'm like, how are you guys all? The guy that played Latimer is like twenty one. Twenty four. Yeah. No, he, he was he, he was twenty four. Uh, when it was released, Mac I think was uh, ageless, obviously, because you can't find his date of birth anywhere on the internet. Reasonable college age, though. I think she was 25, 26, maybe. Christy Swanson was college age. She was, no, she was 25, 26, too. Was she that old? I thought she was yeah. like 22. Okay. I mean, it would have, you would have to be if you're making out with a 33-year-old. Halle Murray problematic, yeah, was right. born um, in 66. 66, so she was 26, 27. No, this. Oh, yeah, I can't do math. You're right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, so she was, she was so old. So everyone was old. Yeah, they were all And old. also... This was the era of everyone like wearing old looking outfits. Oh my god. Yeah. Like everyone looked like a mom. All of them. Should we get some frosted tips and butterfly clips here? Yeah. Oh sure, yeah. Let's do okay. it. Okay. <whistles> yeah, Megan, you, you get us started here. <laughs> what outfit? I mean what what clown costume <laughs> did you want to talk okay. about? Okay. Well, first of all, I'm just gonna lay it out there that unfortunately for us listeners and all the people who are in fashion right now, there's an alarming connection between some of the fashion that I was just degrading um, and what is popular now. Blazers are back, crop tops are back, straight leg jeans that are wide for no reason at the bottom and cut off. High waist. Um, High waist, like all of those things are are like back. They all look like influencers. Like bad. And when I look at this movie, I'm like, oh my god! Like everyone yeah. literally looks 45, even when they're only 26. Like like wear this 22 year old. How do you wear this clothing has... and watch VHS? Yeah, right. People are into yeah. again. It's this casual uh, attire. All of her shit is um, casual. Yeah, but so my 
my outfit is going to just be crop tops because there were quite a few. <laughs> um, so crop top jerseys. So Latimer was, at, I can't remember what the scene was, but he was wearing this crop top. And by crop top, I mean, like I could see his lower like nipple part. Like it was like, he's got a like why, yeah, like why even wear like at the top of the shirt at that point? Um, I put water out all over my computer. <laughs> <laughs> and he was he was flexing hard and so we have that and then we transition to the scene i think with um they're playing maybe like racquetball or some some game She's and and camille is wearing a crop top top yeah. she had a lot um, of like a, a crop top like sweatshirt type deal mm-hmm. and then and then it was like transition to another scene where people are like out in their crop tops and i'm like why is this a fashion that ever existed and why is it back? I no, the don't understand. Jersey, the half jersey era was like three years in college football and this is like right when that was still a thing. Yeah. I, I always think about um, work done at Florida State like only wearing his, – his jersey was like a sports bra. It was – I mean his pads were like visible underneath. It was barely a shirt. If someone put a stomach – no, no. If someone put a helmet right in his stomach, <laughs> it'd be – why? Why wouldn't they do that? Good. Yeah. He's just no. exposed. That was that was definitely a look. Uh, Dana, what look caught your eye this week? Well, I didn't know we can pick like a whole item of clothing. And Megan's our host. She can do what you okay. want. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Um, I am picking blazers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like, you just changed that. That's so unfair. <laughs> blazers. No, because I literally had in my notes where it was just blazer. like so many blazers. Like, like the women are in blazers around the clock. Um, Shoulder pads and everything. Love it. Just mm-hmm. so, They're so back. many. And I'm like, can you not just wear a cardigan? Like, I am the queen of owning far too many cardigans. I'm always cold. I always need a jacket. This seems like it'd be so much effort and I wouldn't be comfortable. It's like, oh, I got to suit up to go to class. Like, there are just a ton of them. They, like, it, it never was like a complete look. It was like, oh, let me just throw this on top as I walk out the door. Yeah. Um, so I didn't love it. I will say, I think Halle Berry was wearing a wig. Because oh. I just, I just oh. don't, never seen her with long hair. So I think she's wearing a wig. But I will also mm. say, I had very similar hairdo at this time, but I was 10. <laughs> so I think it's allowed. I had bangs, long hair. I would wear headbands like she wore. I didn't yeah. know I was being influenced by Miss Berry program. Um, but yeah, so just, yeah, it was very business. And I'm like, you're in college. Who wears this shit? Like, I wore sweatpants, sweatpants, sweatpants and sweatshirts every day of my life. So. That's the thing is like, imagine being like 20 and going to like, I don't know, an econ lecture and like tossing on a blazer over like a turtleneck with like some high-waisted Z Cavaricci slacks. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Yeah, I know. Megan, you, you, really, you really brought up Cavaricis right yeah, now. Man, That's fantastic. Oh, Megan, the, the pages you sent us are lovely. All this, <laughs> the Google image search of female They're blazers. They're fantastic. They're okay These blazers. are men's blazers, oversized, dwarfing. Women are swimming in these blazers. Because Kristen you know, is in one too. Or yeah, she's in a couple. At the end, she has one on. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. Are you 40? She looks like Swell from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Like, you're I know. The blazers are in. This blazer. Yeah. Yikes. A uh, lot of blazers. Yeah. And I, if they were fitted and looked nice, I'd be about them. But they, they were just boxy. horrible addition. Yeah. <laughs> so much uh, fabric. I think we've talked about Fabric before. surplus. Dave, which one did you want to talk about this week? Um, 
as soon as I saw him, Bud Light Kaminsky wearing the yeah. uh, he had was wearing suspenders with shorts, which I, I think I think's a look. <laughs> but he's so big, he can work. No, he, he doesn't worry about anybody making fun of him. She's so like, all right, suspenders, belt, nah, fuck that, uh, striped shirt, and whatever else I want, and cargo shorts, cause I don't give a shit. Yeah, say I can something. Wear whatever I like. Yeah, that's. I used to dress very similarly. Without it was it was I was went belt instead of suspenders, but uh, I can see why he was okay with that. But I can also see people making fun Dave, of it if it was an average person. Dave, was there one wedding that we went to where we wore suspenders? I feel like I have an image. Uh, yes, I well, whenever um, I was in a wedding and had to wear a tuxedo, it was usually sus- suspenders and not mm-hmm. a belt, and it was always unpleasant i don't think you did but, for uh, my i didn't make you guys wear suspenders at my wedding no 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 i'm no. trying to I think i think bob's it was bob's Bob, okay. suspenders yeah oh yeah suspenders. you're right we had those for bob's wedding yeah, yeah. In, in the south but, um, yeah that was in the south yeah there's a lot south. of good good looks in this movie there was one cosby sweater that i saw but i figured i'd leave that but yeah. uh, ray griffin yeah. Oof, yeah. Ray so Ray had on a his his whole look was of a time. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. Damn, I should have picked that one. And the dancing at that party to me. too. I, 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 oh, I don't boy. want that left out. It was just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a, a, yeah. a Gumby haircut, yeah. like high on one side and low on the other too. He was doing a lot. Uh, Fantastic. For me, I picked uh, Darnell's first day on campus because um, mm-hmm. again, I I could not look at him and not think about Dion. I'm pretty sure Dion wore this and like this whole thing at some point like an interview or whatever it's a, a brown suede vest the black <laughs> is like black sateen in the back of yeah. it um a pale blue straight leg jeans of course he had on hems of course he had on a big old pirate earring the kind that like michael jordan wears where it's like where yeah. are you or howard bryant wears one of these <laughs> what are you doing yeah um, the the always wearing the black bandana which is 100% Dion. He wears different color bandanas. So I was, yeah. I was like, we have yeah. to shout out the bandanas. Very low on the forehead. Like yeah, low on the forehead, eyebrows. right over the eyebrow. So low. I, I don't know if this is, I don't think Dion had a, a bandana on his bust when he went into the Football Hall of Fame. He put one on the bust, though. Like, it wasn't <laughs> sculpted onto it or molded on. He, he went and put a bandana on his bust when it went into the, the Hall of Fame. Uh, he looks absurd by a modern standard, but like this look was a whole ass vibe. In like My fashion. This was, th- there wasn't really streetwear yet. I mean, there was cross colors, but like this yeah. was what you looked like if you were, he looked like he was in Color Me Bad. As I'm gonna he, looked, he looked like Fresh Prince kind of too. Yes. He looked yeah. like um, that time Don Cheadle was a guest in the Fresh Prince. Yes. <laughs> that, was, that was what he looked like. Well, he's I, from I, Philadelphia. Tray, so I yeah. think it was Ice yeah, Tray. Makes sense. That was the That's Philadelphia look, I guess. Yeah. yeah, he was he was doing a whole whole lot. Uh, I'm upset that you just didn't do vests as a category because he there were a lot of, of times he wore that same vest yeah. in multiple other scenes. Sometimes without a shirt underneath. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I could have done vests. Yeah. Could have done bandanas. I think you could have, yeah, <laughs> they were, they were off. You better hope there's not one drop of rain, man. That'll ruin that fucking vest. I, I used to think suede coats were a good idea. Oh, no. It would start raining, and, and my dad would be like, get out of the rain. You're gonna ruin it. <laughs> Run for your life. It's ruined. It'll never be good again. Oh, that was a no. expensive coat. I bought that at Fox Nally Mall, you little son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's a coat factory. 
and suede shoes. Why suede shoes? Suede I shoes have suede too, shoes yeah. too. Like a, the minute you walk outside, they're destroyed. I you have to do your best to like waterproof them, but hope the waterproofing doesn't ruin them. I have yeah. suede on a couple of pairs of Pumas right now. I wear them from like May through early June. That's it. Like after that, it's too dusty. Can't wear them yeah. if it snows. The salt will ruin them. Like they're, they're indoor shoes basically. Yeah, just showing your like level of money. Ah, I don't care if I ruin my suede shoes. I right. can it's buy an, more tomorrow. It's an indoor vest. Pounds. It's an indoor jacket. You don't wear it out where the elements could hit it. A sleeping vest. You sleep in this. <laughs> it's a sleeping vest. Yeah. An That's indoor good. jacket. Yes, it has, or else you'll ruin it. No matter what happens, you <laughs> will ruin it. Oh my god. Oh, I love this conversation. Uh, I wish we man. could still talk. We t- the rest of this episode should be about suede. Um, <laughs> yeah, so much more to talk about. But we have a few. We have a few more topics. So. I'm gonna navigate it. Navigate us yeah, back. We'll get um, us out of this. I really hope yeah. anybody has. People have actually seen this movie because I don't think you're getting as fair. <laughs> what the hell goes on in this film? If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's a fun watch. It's on Amazon. Everybody's okay. got Prime. Plan your day Fire around it. it up. Uh, I'm crying right now. I'm just laughing so hard. Um, let's go into memorable performances because maybe okay. then we can touch on some like key moments of the film for our listeners who don't want to hear about suede anymore. Um, so I want to dig a little bit into the coach. Latimer, Omar Epps. I, I can't. I can't call him Darnell. I don't know why the name won't stick for me. Darnell um, Jefferson. Yeah, Mike Joe Allen. the able. Joe the able Kane. Kane is able. Kane is able. Yep, and Alvin, and maybe if we have some time, Bobby and Autumn. But I don't know. Yeah, if we have to. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's start with Coach. So okay. we we all said that like. We probably didn't need as much of, of him. No, no. He's this jackass pushover. He'll agree to anything to clean up his team, but it's not like egregious as like we want it, you know, to watch this movie. He turns a blind eye when it's actually happening. And he has like pressure coming in from the alumni. So I like, they're like trying to build up this whole story about like, I guess, feeling bad for coach. Mm. I, I don't know they tried to do that my thing was i thought he was like good in this role i mean he's a good actor so like he, yeah. he he was fine in the role um he's not the kind of coach who like delights in his program being dirty as hell like he's not mark d'antonio at michigan state the dirtiest yeah. coach in my fucking mind or oh, i'm sorry art briles did you know, look the other way from a full on. These are names. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are I don't, I don't first and last names. I don't know. Listen, that. Well, the Art, Art Bryles ran Baylor when it was basically an organized crime sex ring. Like he was a horrible <laughs> man. So, like, yeah, everyone knows Art Bryles is a bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, everyone think, except for me. Well, yeah, I didn't yeah, know that name. Either. Don't, don't Google it. It's, it's really dark. Um, like most college coaches, though, I think he's, he's kind of like willing to turn a blind eye to stuff that he thinks of as minor if it helps yeah. the team win some games. Like, sure. I think, you know, I, I think very highly of the character of my college's coach because we haven't really had any real major scandals and he's been kind of a dick cracking down on, like, really minor stuff. But I think most college coaches, you know, maybe not what Latimer did, but most college coaches are kind of willing to ignore minor things that, you know, if it's if it's a starter, you might try to kind of grease the wheels a little bit and let him get back in. This felt pretty realistic to me. Yeah. But I wish they would have made him an Art Bryles where he like delights in being dirty. 
Like he, because <laughs> like that, that's, if you're going to make this movie, like make the coach be like, I am, you know, snidely whiplash over here twirling a mustache as my kids like actively <sighs> cheat. Like that's what I wanted to see from this kind of a role. I don't know about, like, about that, or, man. That's, that's. that's uh, just, or he, don't, don't give him yeah. as much like, I don't know, FaceTime, I guess. Yeah. Like, Take him out. Like, sure, why, make him a big part of the movie. Like why were we continually brought into like him in these like moments that he was grappling with that didn't seem anything out of the ordinary, but maybe that was my question. Actually. It was like, maybe at the time this seemed super bad. Oh, you know, also, but, but college football is kind of like that where the coach is the star cause they can be there forever. I mean, you're talking about right. like, Bobby Bowden was there Florida state forever. Obviously Joe Paterno who officially doesn't exist was at Penn State since, you know, Methuselah played for him. Like, there are coaches. I mean, Kirk Ferentz has been at Iowa since 1999, and he will be the coach when I turn 40 on his current contract. So, like mm-hmm. – Like Mac Brown know, in Texas for Mac forever. Mac Brown was at Texas forever. Yeah, there's, this is a thing. Um, Texas forever. Uh, <laughs> Pat Fitzgerald – You did that. At, he'll, he'll be at Northwestern until he dies of old age. So, I think yes. if you're doing a college football movie, I understand why you kind of make the coach – He's been there except for 12 years. That's a, that's a pretty yeah. long tenure. I get it, but like, do something with him then. Make him so he's a part of the wrongdoing or make him where he's really trying to like keep the program on the straight and narrow and failing at it. They didn't really pick hmm. the lane for him. No, part of his thing was um, one of the lines that I really, really re- remembered was when they saw Latimer lifting in, in the gym and he was just <laughs> – yoked and, he and he's just like oh, holy shit he's he, and the other coaches are like he's got to be taking something he's like hey we're not doctors the ncaa will test and we'll figure it out because he has to ignore his eyes to be able to get him on the field every week because yeah if you even thought about it for a second and had any kind of suspicion and had some something to do with it or something you could do about it you'd be like this guy's on juice he's gonna fucking kill somebody yeah, yeah it's just- very obvious i did the bar math that was 315 pounds. Motherfucker was just whipping around like yeah. if it was real weight, obviously. Yeah. So. And he, he's built like he could do that. I believe it. My thing was yeah. that was when they had just shown us the whole locker room. Everyone else is like collapsed on the yes. ground. Exhausted. Yeah. Some of these dudes are too tired to take their pads off. Like they're laying down in their pads, which is really uncomfortable. The first thing you do is take off your shoulder pads. These guys are too tired for that. Here he is screaming at the bar. Like lifting weights like a crazy person by himself, like it's pretty clear, man. Yeah, he <laughs> threw the bar on the ground and then kicked it a bunch of times. While he was saying, and coach is gonna be like, "Yeah, that's normal." Yeah. It's not hard to put thirty-five pounds over the summer if you work out really hard. Like, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah. Also, like, yeah, it looks like like it was all muscle. Um, yeah. And so, like, the next guy I wanted to talk about was Latimer, like, his, like, beefing <laughs> up. He, like, literally, he does not have the body of a football player. He's the body of a pro wrestler. Yeah. Um, he, you know. Who looks like that? You tell he, You name okay. a, in, in, a football in player. college? Uh, who was that dude? Uh, was it um, Harrison? James Harrison, when he played for the Steelers. Oh, James Harrison's a maniac. I'm talking college. Oh, in college, mm, it's tougher in college. Here, here's what I'll say: Uh, he didn't have the body for the position he played. He's supposed to be a defensive end. 
you should be like six four, six five at a minimum playing defense. Okay. He must have been like six foot one. He is six five. He's six five. Oh Jesus! In really? real life, he's six Holy five. Yeah. Uh huh. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> because he was so muscly, he didn't look that tall. Um, mm-hmm. he does have a bodybuilder's body. Mac is built like a football player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I. The the look did not distract me because I'm like, I could see you know he was a little bit too vascular. I feel like for a football player, his body fat was not high enough. He looked like he was a little bit too right. cut up for what he was yeah. playing. But um, I don't think this is what steroids are actually like. But I think this is exactly what they wanted us to think steroids were like in the '90s. Like you just, it's also like a mind-altering substance, basically. <laughs> like you, it's right. PCP. Like you're just a crazy. Once, once the steroids do something, once they do something to your muscles, they go to your brain and make you throw it out. They they make you bash your head into car windows through car car windows windows over and over. He got his place at the table. What did you want him to do? Table starting defense, high five, and just go on with his life. He had to do something. The choices. Oh my god, these players make. (laughs) He literally had not like, saying it was a good his, choice. Made a bad choice. His head is choice. bleeding. I'm like, now yes. you have stitches. Now Woo! wearing a head, uh, helmet's painful. You can't practice for a couple a couple weeks, man. Your head's busted open. Right. This is the table. Yeah, I the, the the depiction of steroids was wild to me, and the the very close up shot of his hairy butt cheeks while he oh, was injecting himself. We didn't need a close up. Like yeah. no. across the room was fine. They they another you could yeah. see the hairs. It was a lot. Uh-huh. He has a butt, uh, and uh, he didn't. He didn't need to flush the syringes down the toilet. You're just fucking up work. your dorms. Would it work? I'm sorry that I'm it sorry. I, I probably brought it up. They didn't. It really bothered me that, that he did. Yeah. Throw those in the trash. Yeah. Throw the steri- no, it, it, dump dump steroids in the now. toilet. That's fine, but come on, man. The you know, vial, fucking... though, like you can't throw a vial. No, 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 no. Throw no. oh, the vial, dump it, and then throw but out the vial. He threw the whole he's a, vial he's a, and two hundred different needles. Oh, yeah, God, it was a lot. they have the best plumbing in the world, apparently. Apparently, because it all just big old pipes. Right That's now. why they had to cut away because they he you saw him watching it for a while, and then it, they had to cut away because the oh, are straight lines. They're not going <laughs> down the toilet. This this going to be expensive. Uh oh. <laughs> we, we did not factor that in. We're going to have to cut a music track. So. Oh my god. Um. Silly. All right, and and then we're gonna save his rage, woman we'll talk rage about that shortly, I think. situation a little bit, but that was I did not like that. Um, then you have Omar Epps, so he basically says he doesn't want to be a statistic, but he essentially the entire storyline is making him a, st- a statistic in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I mean, his said his dad wasn't around, his mom left him. He's trying to like steal this other guy's girlfriend, be the bad guy. I don't know. There was, there was a lot more nuance to his performance than I remembered. In my mind, he was basically like Steeman, Willie Beeman, Booby Miles. Like he was, in my mind, he's like king shit of fuck mountain and cocky the entire time and just like, mm-hmm. you know, like that kind of an archetype. They mm-hmm. did a lot to like infuse some heart into this role. Um, I don't know that it was necessary, uh, but I, you know, he did a lot more in this movie than I thought he was going to do, especially when you first see him and he's like talking about the schools that want him. He goes on the college visit, you know, and, and basically acts like he already runs the place. 
he shows up with the cheerleaders cheering for him. Like they really could have just made him, you know, the, the cocky asshole character, the booby miles, you know, and I would have enjoyed watching that too. Um, but they did, they did a lot with him that I did not remember that they did. So I, I liked his performance in this movie. Uh, I didn't like him like making up the backstory about his family, um, yeah. which seemed like mean. Seemed unnecessary. It's kind of gross. And not charming. Mm. Um, I did also appreciate, though, him using a lot of big words that he didn't understand. Because that reminds me of a lot of athletes from this era who were just like, Mike Tyson was big into this yeah, kind of shit. Yeah, I was going to say, that was like, they used to do that sketch on um, yeah. In Living Color. Yes. Where it was like, <laughs> Mike yes. Tyson impression was throwing I'm very loquacious when I want to yeah. be loquacious. There was a Mike Tyson one, and there was also a guy who um, Damon Wayans played who was just like a prisoner who had the yes. dictionary yeah. a lot and just used a lot of big words yeah. the wrongest way possible. So I did, I did like yeah. that as like a, a comedy thing that I don't think was supposed to be funny. Um. I guess the only thing I'm wondering about, and it actually bugged me throughout most of the movie, why don't we ever get to see the wide receivers? Like, would the quarterback really be close with the running back? Like, shouldn't he, shouldn't he have been a wide receiver? Huge problem I had. Throws okay. a lot out of the backfield, yeah, too. No, no a lot of touchdown receivers. passes caught by Omar Epps. Yeah. There no was one, Ward. No tight ends. Ward was a wide receiver. Yeah, well, if you're going to be, like, the superstar quarterback who might win the Heisman, you should probably be on a throwing football team or you need to be like a Vince Young where you're running for 180 yards a game every game or something like that. Like I, that, right. that did not track for me. So that's, that's nothing to do with Omar F's performance. It's just a thought. You should have made him a receiver. Just make him a receiver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could see that. Um, it, it was very like kind of cute. I thought slash semi-problematic when he had to carry around the football. That was kind mm. of like an interesting trope. That's a thing. Um, yeah, that's a thing. They did that. Well, that was Petey in Remember the Titans. Uh-huh. But also, mm-hmm. uh, a Break few my years foot ago, up in your John Brown hind parts. That's right. A few oh, okay. ago, there was a guy that played at Iowa. His name was Akram Wadley. He was my favorite player to watch play at Iowa. He was a lot of fun. He was just like, he was just super fast and very quick, and he had a lot of great highlights. But he was a fumbling machine as a freshman. Like you, he was tiny, skinny kid, and would get blown up and fumble all the time. And I was—I thought I remember this story. He said this is his favorite movie, and that he loved Omar Epps in this movie. And so between his freshman year and sophomore year, he carried around a football everywhere that he went, and like it worked for him. He didn't fumble anymore. So he was like, "Yeah, it worked for him in the movie. I'll try it out myself." Um, I don't know if people were like trying to slap it out of his hand all the time, like in this movie. But yeah, that was. Um, I mean, it, it it works. People really do that. And uh, I think somebody, um, I think Jason Horton in high school did that too because he fumbled a lot really? and they gave him the football to carry around and we were supposed to try and knock it out of his hand. None of us did that. Like, come on, yeah. we're, we're, in, we're in high school. We're in class. People could have gotten hurt when they were just people tumbling down the stairs hurt. like that. Jesus. People well, that's also, really like, they never, you never saw anybody just, like, walking on campus trying to, like, knock it out of his hand. Right. It's in right. that one class. Where he goes, that's pretty like cartoonish because everybody's like tumbling down the sti- yeah and I'm just like it would have just been more interesting to see him like walk through the quad and there's a bunch of people are trying to like Red, smack random know. person yeah. even like one cut scene of him like running from a crowd of people that are trying to do it would have been nice yeah mm-hmm. in his vest um, in his vest yep and then so then we have Joe <sighs> Joe had a lot I mean Okay, so at first I was like, oh, he's the preppy guy. And then they, like, 
do this backstory where he comes from a very trashy background and all of his, apparently all of his relatives are drunkards and fuck ups. Um, and then he like gets, he does dangerous things to like relieve stress from the pressure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Jesus he, he like lights his poster on fire. He goes to rehab. Like I, like, do we need all of this with him? No. That was the wildest moment to me. A coach is just going to go like, yeah, I got to send you to rehab in the middle of the <laughs> football the season. season. In the middle yeah. of the Heisman campaign. What? I fucking what? hated this guy. Like, Me yeah. too. When I think of like your Heisman contender college QB, it's either yeah. like your Tim Tebow, rah-rah, eat your vegetables, say your prayers, stay in school type, or it's Cam Newton, the flashy superhero type. Like yeah. Th- yeah. there's not this guy was troubled. Uh, yes, he reminded me of, uh, uh, I think his name was uh, Chris Smelly, played quarterback at South Carolina. Oddly <laughs> enough, and was like a drunk and like always in trouble. A lot of talent, but just like a disaster of a human being. His like, name was Smelly. Of course, he well, he was gonna his, have troubles. His name was Chris Smelly. His kicker was Ryan Suckup. So Smelly and Suckup on the same team. <gasps> Pretty great. <sighs> I love um, Ryan Suckup. Don't there you be go. mean. I'm not I'm not trash. I'm saying his name is Ryan Suckup. Um, yeah, Sukup. Sukup. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I just kind of felt like I don't like him enough to like want to see him succeed. Right. And um, w- when they when they suspended him, I was really hoping that since Bobby Collins is off the team, they'd have like some third string QB yes. who showed up as like a superstar or. They would go, shit, we're out of QBs. Let's go to like a triple option and get Ray and yes. uh, Darnell on the team at the same time yes. on the field. Like, that's what you yes. do. You don't, that, this whole thing just did not work. Oh, that would have been so much wise. better. It was would've so, like, because I, I was like, okay, you old, because I was like, uh oh, kicking Bobby <laughs> you off have the no team. No QBs. Yeah, I was like, wasn't a good idea to kick Bobby off the team, was it? Because your main Uh-oh. quarterback had to go to rehab. Oh shucks. Um, yeah. So I just like, yeah, I was like, why not just like figure out can Ryan can Ryan do something else? Can oh like yeah, I thought that was that was kind of weird. Um, I don't know if it just would have been better for Joe if he didn't have to have a love interest because I thought we had like <sighs> I don't want to skip ahead to like love at first semester. Um, go had, for it. But we had like two competing love stories, neither of which was. You, you know I feel, guys. They're unnecessary to the plot. We're often laughing. Unless we're in a oh, like, specific kissing. That is, that is literally the topic of the love at first semester. Okay, so we can like, talk about we, it now. Did we Here, need on, any Let's, of this? Can we, can we quick talk about uh, Mac first? Because he needs... Oh, sure. I need to talk about Mac uh, before we get... I, was, we'll I, have, Mac, I have a I'm quote. sorry, I Mac. You got a raw was, deal, oh, buddy. God. You got a did raw deal, buddy. Did we need that for Mac? No, he was the only one who didn't do anything wrong and also the only one that got any kind of repercussions. Everyone else was cheating or getting drunk or something. He was the only one who didn't do anything wrong the whole time and then his leg was backwards when he got hurt. Yeah. I I thought he was turned over the correct way and I saw where he was laying. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, that's that is tother I way around from where it shall be. Yeah. Way I get PTSD and that kind of shit, and so yeah. I didn't look too long. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was just like, did my notes are did Alvin have to get hurt? 
Does everyone have to have a traumatic, sad story? I was Apparently, like, yes. Well, and I, yeah. he, he was the most fun in the movie for me. I loved all of his trash talk. Yes. Like I loved, mm-hmm. you it know, was insane. Yes, like, and I, I, there was a moment, like I didn't write down all of the things he made up about people, but at one point he said like somebody stole his car. Somebody said that he, mm-hmm. he got his sister pregnant and abandoned her. I think somebody mm-hmm. he said that somebody like shot his mom or whatever. <laughs> like uh-huh. he was saying insane things to get himself hyped up. And when I said that this is like super unrealistic, this is what I'm talking about. I played offensive line. You need to listen to the QB cadence to know when the play starts so you don't get a penalty or like get blown off the line. They're having full conversations before the snap. That you can't do that. You can't talk yeah. like, back what? and forth. I don't know you, man. I don't know you. I don't like, know what you're with, talking about. You, you missed what? With mouth guard, with mouth guards in, and you can hear them perfectly. Yeah, you've missed the cadence. <laughs> to go well, back I was, I I was actually it. wondering if this is like something that was happening in their head, or if he was actually saying it. Oh, he was talking to these dudes, and they were talking back. I'm like, yeah. this is not. You can't do that. You're gonna miss the cadence mm-hmm. altogether. Or your other teammates gonna be shut the fuck up. I can't hear. The, the calls yeah. are there audibles i don't know i'm not paying attention but i i loved all of his lines i loved everything he said i thought his performance was like pretty good like he wasn't a great actor mm-hmm. but like in this role pretty good yeah no when he did there was a scene where he was he had his tutor in the library couldn't yeah. be bothered to learn like some like some simple history facts but next scene is in the tape room when when, when they're talking about plays yes. for the game and he He's on it. No, every fucking thing. He's calling out Everything. defenses before the, the play starts. Like he, Kill the quarterback. Yeah. Kill everybody. I'm like, fuck yes. Yeah. Um, I have a fun. quote. I'll save that for later. But yeah, I thought yeah. that was kind of like an interesting way that they did that to kind of show that like he might not have like standard intelligence, but he knows like he can strategy. Like I, I thought not like dumb. that was kind of a, yeah. yeah, I thought that was a cool way to do that. And I feel like they, they could have done it a bit more to just show like, hey, we don't, you know, not everybody has to follow the same path. Like he's very good at what he does. Like, mm-hmm. What's yeah. important mm-hmm. to him? He's not dumb, but like he's not book smart. But also, like, yeah, he doesn't need to be because he's going to the NFL and he's great at football and like not playing football only, but like the strategy part of it, like understanding the game. But then he's yeah, not well, until he gets injured. No, yeah, until his leg falls off. I was not saying like about Frank Gore. Like he was just some person who's like, if I don't play football. Yeah. Well, Frank Gore's a learning disability. Frank oh. Gore, I, we talked about this in one other episode. He got the, yeah. one of the most gruesome leg injuries I ever saw. And he was like, if I can't play football, I have to bag groceries for the rest of my life. And he's like, this is it for me. I'm like, oh, Jesus, that is fucking dark. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. With, I'm like, I feel like Coach jinxed him in that meeting <laughs> to get stupid Bobby Collins back. Like, yep. yep. You know, he doesn't need uh, to get good grades. He's going to earn millions. And I was like, oh, kiss of death. Yeah. Kiss of death. Rough. <laughs> Rough. Or Alvin, sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, do we want to transition into Love at First Semester and talk about some of these unnecessary romances? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have Autumn and Ray slash Autumn Boo. and Darnell. Boo. <laughs> yeah ew ew kissing <laughs> yet yeah, neither one of these needed to happen or yeah. any of them like literally any who, of them who is ray like raise the, 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 the fullback with the he's gumby the starting quarterback the light skin fella pre-med and gonna it's just 
Like, I think that was fine. That was an interesting dynamic. I guess, are we still only talking about Ottoman, right? Or can we talk about the they're, other They're one? the same we're thing. It's a love triangle. I think all three of them go yeah. together. Well, no, I just, but I, I was going to complain about, like, Ottoman Ray, or the Autumn Ray Darnell thing, I think was kind of interesting, especially when it comes out at the end that her dad also had to take the placement test and didn't do well. So, like, I thought that mm-hmm. was, like, an interesting thing to go with. I was going to just complain about Joe and Camille. Like, I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk shit about Joe and Camille in a sec. Autumn and Ray, I don't know why they're together, except for the fact that, like, her dad wants her to be with someone like him. Um, we didn't see them have like any warmth or like affection toward each other ever. Like you usually want to have that scene where it's like, no, no, like I really like him and we never got any of that. And then yeah. Autumn and Darnell, like if we have to have a romantic angle in this movie, like this is the one you want to have, but just yeah. do it like Nick Cannon and Zoe Saldana and Drumline. Like we don't need to be have her dating some other guy and this and that. Just have her be super unimpressed by his cocky bullshit. Yes. And have him like change and mature over time to win her over. The whole yeah. ray of it all, like, I did not need that to be part of this story in the least bit. There's so much else going on. Like, a just lot. a lot. We didn't <sighs> need it. And then Joe and Camille, why in the hell was she with him? Can anyone explain to me the appeal of this yeah. guy to her? Uh-huh. She. What she invites him to play tennis, kicks his ass, and she's like, "Yep, I'm into this. Let's have another date." Yeah. I'm like, why? And, and I, just... I, I, I don't, I, I don't get it. She, I think she had the right idea at first, being kind of standoffish, being like, yes. "No, fuck you. I saw you on Sports Illustrated. You're full of yourself. Fuck you." But she still got involved. I well, have like, no idea why. Especially because she's like, "Oh, I just had my knee scoped. I'm." in the gym purposely like trying to do strength exercises and trying to avoid football players and then yep. it's like let's play tennis and i was like <laughs> is your knee better like i just i'm like are you gonna like ruin your surgery just to beat well joe and kane only, in tennis not only let's play tennis like i beat your ass at tennis and then you went full toxic masculinity on me and was like no we'll play something else something i can win at and i'm like this is not appealing. This is not a cute, like, you know, if you lose to, you know, a girl that you're into at something that she's good at, you're supposed to be like, God damn, you're good at this. Not like, no, fuck this. I'm not okay with it. And then they go on their first date. This motherfucker tries to kill her with his motorcycle. That was, that was, that was, I was uncomfortable watching that. She's like screaming for him to slow down and stop. He's jumping over chasms in a quarry, like, yeah. What girl is like, oh, I want a second date with this asshole? Well, I think there's also the part of it of like, he had enough going on. He has a problem with his dad. He has a drinking <laughs> problem. Yeah. He has a death wish. Literally, he has all of that going on. And he's going to go hang out at the rock quarry and hang out at this defunct factory. When do yeah. you have the time? I no, played I- college sport. I had time for nothing in season. Nothing besides no, this. This was a different class. time. No, this was different time when when Go to well, practice. there yeah. were there yeah, there were classes. Like, you went to classes back in these days, but they weren't tired. They, they were so he, had, tired. he had time to fly home to have a one minute conversation with his dad and then fly back. <laughs> that I completely actually, ruined his head. He got back. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna go stand in front of a train. So, and, and anything related to his dad when he has a conversation with his dad or anything with his dad related he comes back and does something 
destructive. Very stupid. It's it's what he did every time. I literally time. asked to go home the night before a game to attend my grandparents' 50th wedding anniversary, and I was told no because we have a game tomorrow. I live an hour from my college. Whoa. And motherfuckers mm. flying home to a man who doesn't care about him? Yeah. Coach is that's... stealing motorcycle keys, but he's like, oh, yeah, get on a plane. Oh, like, what in the? Well, that's, East, that's Eastern State for you. They just want to do whatever. That's ESU what? football, baby. I'm not trying to make a bowl. I played for free and still allowed to be treated like shit. I don't get it. I would have let you go if I was your coach. I'm James Conn. I'm your coach. You can go. Go ahead. I just don't understand. I don't understand him. There's too much happening. I don't understand Camille just as a human. The weird relationship. He's like, okay, I'm going to go to rehab and not talk to you. Not talk to you at all. You you are not going to know shit about what's going on until I get out, until I say so. And, and she sticks around, a, and, and they get right back at it. Yep, I gave you a six-pack of Sprite, and all is forgiven. Do you think he's a sociopath? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y- yes. He, he's probably a serial killer. I bet he has killed. <laughs> like, That's a psychopath, isn't it? Well, it could be both. Similar. Okay. Um, he's a gonna, you go for long enough say. with no consequences. I mean, it's... It, it fucks up your head. You're yeah. like, oh, but I, does he not have I, consequences? Because I feel like he uh, does. His consequence was going to does rehab he? and then getting I mean, welcomed right back onto the team. All right, the consequence was something that he didn't really want. He didn't really want to win the Heisman Trophy. He was doing what other people told him to do. Yes, and he was kind of going through the motion, but he was miserable the entire time. So he's like, I'm gonna go to rehab. I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. And, I, um, and then he gets out and. Did he have to pay for the rehab stay? Did he have to do any of these other things? I know. That was probably four or five, four weeks inpatient, 10, 15 grand back then. No problem. You didn't have to worry about any of that shit. All taken care of. Don't sit in your room by yourself all day. Like, you have to go. In a robe. (laughs) I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to do that. I I did love the depiction of Joe Kane. The depiction of like the the Heisman campaign I thought was pretty great because like that's a real thing and you never really see that part of it. But like yeah. if you want to win the Heisman, you don't just like play well. You have to really like campaign, campaign. For these voters and shit. I did not remember that being part of this movie. And I'm like, okay, I'm happy that they're showing us that part of it because that is a major part of winning the Heisman. But there's like so much. And I think we were talking about it in a text thread, but I was like, it's Lynn Swan. It's the joke. Lynn Swan showed up, yeah, to be the interview. <laughs> Two blacks. And also, there was also young, um, a young Chris Berman doing the highlights. Yeah. He, did, he didn't yeah, do the, um, the boom, but you know, he was, he was in there. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was him. I think he didn't give him a. They, he could go all the way, which is his other. Good. Oh, he didn't do oh, rumbling, oh. bumbling, stumbling, but he hit a lot of his hits. Oh, uh. But yeah, I just I feel like Joe had enough going on. We did. Oh, this was what I'm gonna say. I feel like in this movie, did they like? All right, we have these actors. Like, did they did they start with the actors? Did they start with the script? I just feel like there's so many people. I don't know. Like, oh, we gotta write more for Christy Swanson, and oh shit, we we had James Caan. Oh fuck, like let's write some shit for James. Like, it give just, him a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we we need a somewhat recognizable fifty to fifty-five year old actor to play the coach. We'll see who comes, and then we'll figure it out from there. We got James. Co- we got Sonny Corleone to play the fucking coach. We gotta oh, add shit. some shit in here for him. That's probably why there was more 
than we probably needed. It was a lot. James James Conn had retired from acting for a while and was just coming back in the early 90s. Yep. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, this all makes sense. Yeah. It's like, we oh, need to we find got, more we for got Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Whip up some more of like, scenes yeah, for we her. Give like, her a tennis racket. We got Abraham Ben Ruby. <laughs> suspenders. Yeah, suspender. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, none nice. of them needed romance though. This this movie yeah, could have been just fine with no romance at all. Because I Certainly. think there's like other avenues we could have explored, like or other ways where like maybe Joe think... is having like a heart to heart with Bud Light instead of Camille. Like you know, I think there's like other ways to involve the football team so that yeah. we don't have to have girls around. Like I feel like boys, guys, you talk to one another, right? Like, you don't have yeah, to have all the time. around to have Especially on the football team. We had a lot of heart darts during football, sure. Did, did you realize, guys, that Bobby and Luann were a couple? That's oh, my King, God. From King of the Hill? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. Luann Platter. Luann Platter and Bobby Hill. Oh, I thought it, it doesn't right. mean anything. It's stupid, but I had to bring it up. I, I like saw it. that. Hilarious. Um, all right. Well, where do we want to go from here? I would say mic check, but there are only two songs in this movie, so <laughs> maybe we'll uh, we'll get into what's your problem. Which yeah. when I start when I started watching this movie, I was like, "Ooh, this is gonna be there's gonna be like a lot of topics here." Mm-hmm. And as we talked about, it kind of was a little bit softer than. I think we all thought perhaps. Yeah. Um, but I think there were still a few things to sort of talk about. There was like the hint at the recruiting perks, um, ignoring the guy on steroids, you know, a little bit of the it's hazing, <laughs> a little bit of the checks slipping in the pocket. The worst part was the near rape and assault. Oh my God. So violent. Three Maybe times the size of that woman. <laughs> she was a quarter Minimum. of his size, getting it like, like body slammed across the room. Screaming. Yeah. It, looked like she, it, it looked like she was standing next to like the Statue of Liberty. It was that so big. It was she that was picture so... of Kristen Chenna with him Boban, where I'm just like, how are you guys both the same? Skin? Ridiculous. Well, that's like ridiculous. when they literally cut to that scene of him alone in a bedroom with that tiny girl. I was like, this was like, will oh, not no. end well. This will oh. not. I was. Whew. Oh, run for your life. You in danger, girl. Yeah, thankfully, uh, Alvin and Bud Light, Bud Light rescue her. Yeah, the only two I don't know could. if I needed, yeah, I don't know if I needed to see any more, but it was like, uh-uh. he was flinging her around, threw her into like a lamp. It he was... threw her so many times. He threw her over and over and then like tore her shirt off. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. this is, was... Uh, yeah, it was. It was on was par with the. Yeah. Mackay Pfeiffer, Julia Stiles, oh, O level. Jesus, that was going to happen assault. next, right? It was. Yeah, was I was like rough. watching it, and like I think I paused it for a second because like I needed a moment. That <laughs> was, was just very from the other room. Was that the rape scene? I was like, yes, it was. I was like, I need a minute. <laughs> Crash! Bam! Boom! <gasps> yes, yeah, screaming at her. Yeah, I, I think my my issue kind of overall this movie and i said it earlier they didn't go far enough with a lot of this stuff the rape went far enough i didn't need to see that go to completion but like the recruiting perks that they got um they really should have had sex workers provided to darnell on his recruiting trip kentucky did that the kentucky basketball had a whole dorm that was just a brothel 
Like mm-hmm. it was a mother and her daughters got arrested for that shit. Like yes. that's a that's a pretty regular thing at a lot of the big time you know schools where you're going to be recruited. That dude should have given him a lot more than fifty bucks when he won that game. Should have been thousands of dollars for that. It was uh, ninety three. He was the backup. It doesn't matter if you're if you're gonna pay somebody, pay somebody. Um, no way Max mom would be living in that hovel still. Like they would have bought her a house on campus. He, if he's the best defensive player that the coach has ever coached, she does not live in that like ramshackle sharecropper shack she was in. They yeah. move her onto campus. Isn't that like what re- happened nice. to Reggie Bush's family? Reggie Bush's family that happened. Um, they, they got, his parents got a house and he got a car and like a big screen TV when that was still a big deal. Like, yeah. This happens a lot. There's a lot of times where it's like, if a, if a coach wants to recruit a kid, they all of a sudden find like a job on the coaching staff for the kid's dad. Like that's, that's a thing that happens. They didn't, they didn't blow this out enough. Um, so like the recruiting stuff, they, they really should have been sex workers, man. I don't know how else to put it. Like that's, that's, that's what would have been happening. They wouldn't have been like, Halle Berry will give you a kiss goodnight. It would have been like, here is you know, a harem for while you're in town. Um, so your problem with the movie is I needed you guys to be more extreme. So that's your problem. More extreme or just make it a wholesome sports movie. But like, if it's about, again, we'll watch Blue Chips. (laughs) Like, they got it right. We'll have to do that next. We'll watch Blue (laughs) Chips, Megan. Next. Oh, what if I had something else up my sleeve? Uh, We'll we'll get to it eventually. There's no way we're going to go this whole time and not do Blue Chips. But yeah, Yeah. they just, I I needed to to blow, make it cartoonish. Blow it all the way out. I just think, I think we've talked about this with other ones and we always steal this from rewatchables and this, while this is not my movie, would this be better if we could make it like a, a short run streaming series? Like 10 episodes to actually yep. get into the... Yes. Yeah, Friday Night Lights. It would, it would have been that. Basically. Last Chance You. Make this yep. Last Chance Oh you. yeah, Last Chance oh, That's a yep. good movie. This would, exactly what this would have been. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, because I just feel like we, we got, like, tastes of every problem that could happen in a college football season. But, like, I'm not, like, it was like someone was passing around hors d'oeuvres of, like, tr- like, well, you want some pate? Or, like, oh, yeah. I've got shrimp. You know, like, and it's like, oh, I wanted more of that. Can I get a whole plate? Can I get dinner? Like, yes. Definitely bring the shrimp. Yeah. And I think, I think that giving, giving mm. players pate and shrimp is an NCAA violation. Uh, I, I did... Um, the, the the reinstatement of Bobby Collins, um, again, fully fucking unnecessary. Um, it also felt like oddly low stakes, but like on a practical basis, how are you going to come back? He's been out of school for weeks at this point. Mm-hmm. There's no way he's going to be eligible to play. Like, why would you? He's been gone for conservatively three weeks. You're failing yeah. all your classes if you come back to school at that point. Yeah, didn't sound like these guys are passing classes anyway. I just was thinking of uh, what was it? Ohio State had three different quarterbacks one season because like they, one got hurt and then the other got hurt in the playoffs. They had the three best quarterbacks in the Big Ten all at the same fucking time. It was unfair. Yeah, and ESU only has two. Come on, there's got to be like a a kicker who was a quarterback in high school too. Like, there's got to be well, someone else. The, the rule of thumb is you recruit one quarterback in every class. Like, you want to have mm-hmm. if you go a class without one you have to get two in the next class just to be safe so like if this happened at iowa our third string quarterback probably not great but like he can play i think our third stringer this coming season was a four-star recruit he'd be 
No. We're not, he's not going to win the Heisman, but like, we're not to the point where we only have two guys who know how to throw a football. Yeah. You got to yeah. have a receiver who was a quarterback. You might have a defensive back, a safety. A lot of those guys played quarterback. Like, yeah, they could have been fine. Get yeah. rid of Bobby Collins. Like there. the Chiefs, yeah, when they lost all three of their quarterbacks and they were like, well, <laughs> we're going <laughs> to try to find someone in the. What, the Broncos this year? Their whole quarterback? Oh, they, it was the Broncos, not the Yeah, the Broncos Sorry. would have. Yeah. Well, you know, and what, they were like trying to get like a coach that uh-huh. used to be yeah. like a quarterback yeah. playing. Like, what's that? Pads. Yeah, he th- was the quarterback's coach, and they were like, yeah. There's things you like could, that's not how this works. Yeah, you could you could if worst case scenario you'd hold an open tryout. <laughs> like there's things you can do to get somebody. You pull an invincible, fantastic. Yes. We should do that more often. You do you do something other than <laughs> like get a Vince guy. Papali. Yeah, bring Vince on Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Let, let, let him run out there, see what's going on. Also, this do. guy was the biggest wet blanket of all time. Oh my like, god! They could have at least had him be a character, you know? No, he was nothing. So like he was a nothing. No. He's the worst actor. already. Um, right. Yeah. Can we do some quotables? Because I yeah. Fuck yeah. I only okay. had one that I wanted to say. Because it. It, it made okay. me so it made me so mad. What did you say? Right. You can go first, Dave. I have two. Joe's uh Joe's little catchphrase. Oh my god! What was this? Oh, why were they trying All right. to catch happen? As I run around. Set on two. Let's put the women and children to bed and go looking for dinner, boys. I'm like, doesn't even make sense. Uh-uh. But he added a fucking at the end, which I appreciated. Because I, 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 I like to add random fuckings to, yeah. to either phrases or songs. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I hate you it. You come into the huddle, and this is how you're getting everybody jazzed. Because the women. All right, boys. You th- no, you, you're thinking you're like going home to your family. You're like, go to bed. I need to eat dinner alone. <laughs> I, I it, right? it didn't make any sense. That's kind of what I'm it's like, saying, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm it was dumb to look for dinner after I think I think they're saying we're going to go out and party when we put the women and children in bed. So yeah, by dinner like they 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 mean like 13 or 14 beers, not yeah. right. some pot roast. In the Kane yeah. household, that's what happens. Then they hang Still them on the Christmas tree after they're done with them. Yeah. That's that part. I'm like, oh, this that is, was this, like the best scene. In that house movie. smells like asses. But that <laughs> that that quote. Every time he said it, I'm like, what? I rolled my uh, eyes right, so hard right, they fell out of my face. Like I'm just cool. like, this would not get anyone fired up in a huddle. That's a terrible catchphrase to have. Great. Um, I wanted to talk about a few Mac lines here. I, I wish I would have gotten the longer ones of him like dissing oh, guys before the plays. Wait, I have one that I wanted oh, you, to do. You can, you can t- I, got, I have I have three. So you go ahead and take the first one, then I'll I'll swing back in. With okay. Okay. I just want to make sure you don't have this one because this is where they cut to the scene and he's calling out all the plays, and he's like, "You hit the tight end so hard, his girlfriend dies." Loved it. I, had I was like, that "Holy one. shit, this man is terrified." And he had like there was no smile on his face. No. There was he had dead shark eyes when he said that. It was like oh, I mean this. I literally had to pause and rewind. I was like, he saying what I, I loved it. I also I, don't understand what that means. I mean, it's I. It, it sounds you. terrifying. I played with a guy like this in high school. A guy here us. Um, you might not have known him. His name was Erskine Williams. Yep, he was this guy. Yep. Terrifying. This mm. dude fucking scary and he would say shit like this and like again no smile no like haha i'm kidding like no no seriously like 
it was it was like with Mike Tyson said, I want to put my face in his chest and eat his heart, and then I want to eat his children. Like you're not kidding. Like you want to eat his children. You said. Um, the other two that I had from from Mac. One of these is not threatening. It's just a funny line. He says, uh, "Fuck you, doughboy. I can read. See that shoe? Says Adidas." I'm like, all right. So really, really, really. But then Latimer comes right back. It's like I, I, I thought of that. that. <laughs> then the other one was uh, another like scary Mac line. Let's open up a whole can of whoop ass. Let the paramedics sort them out. I'm like, oh my god, this guy. Jesus. Wow. Literally, it's like the worst get you amped up quotes. Like this team is terrible. I'm pretty sure the speech the coach gives to Joe to try to like pull him back in in the last game. I was like, was that meant to be inspirational? Like they just is this that? Yeah, none of it. I was like, nobody says the shit work. in sports. Like no, no. one. No, no, no. It was bad. I, hit. Um, <sighs> I had one of James Kahn in that meeting to reinstate uh, Bobby Collins um, to the guy who's like, oh, this is an institution of high learning. <laughs> I was like, okay, Alan Ruck playing his own college or whatever. It sounded like the voice from Ferris Bueller. Um, he's like, why don't you stick that bow tie up your ass? Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the This is George Peterson. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It was very yeah. good. Very, very good. <laughs> I'm going to steal one really quickly because I actually okay. did write it down. The are you hurt or are you injured? Yes. Because mm-hmm. if you're yeah. hurt, you can, and I was like, oh shit, I said that to kids. What? It's a, it's <laughs> a real, it's, <laughs> I, it's, I've had that said to me. It's a real, no, if, if you can stand up and stretch it out and get moving again, you're hurt. Hurt. There's, and there's a difference. Yeah. If you're injured, you're done for the day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, I would always like because my a lot of kids I coach like I never played sports and they're like, oh, I'm injured, and I'm like, no, let's talk this through. Like, no, you're, not. you're hurt. Um, Take a few deep breaths. I had a kid who had never done sit-ups before, so when she felt <laughs> sore the next day, I just heard her to God. She's like 14 years old, never done a sit-up before. Oh no. So the next day she comes to practice, and she's like, I think I broke my ribs. I'm in so much pain, and I was just like. Go to the trainer. Get out of my face. Your muscles. <laughs> and I'm like, and then my friend came back. She's like, she had never done a sit up before, so she her her abdomen is sore because we made her like exercise for the first oh time God. ever. And I was no, like, if if, if you do enough sit ups and you haven't done them for a while, man, you feel like you have like a stomach ache at the end of it. Yeah, I'm I'm scared. I'm yeah. scared to start doing workouts again. But you would like know, like I was like, you, how would, you would know never done a like I don't know. I've been doing stuff. Is this my appendix so or just my like, my abdominals? What's going on? Uh, yeah, this, so that was wild. So the injured or hurt, I was like, ooh, this yeah. ring. Uh, maybe I shouldn't be. I don't coach anymore. But I was like, this is not good that I was quoting James Caan in a football movie. To Cutting close to the bone here. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's there's some good. This is one of my favorite lines. It was when they're when they're trying to reinstate Bobby, and the coach goes, "When was the last time eighty thousand people showed up to watch a damn chemistry experiment?" Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, that's uh, we talked about Ohio State a, a second ago. That was that's the question. Uh, Cardell Cardell Jones, the Ohio State quarterback, said, "I'm here to play football, not play school." So like that's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> just, just take take some easy take like beginning. Uh, Badminton, just, sure. just keep it low key. I took Don't fitness walk. Those courses. Just, I'm sure that there. What did you say? There's, there's PE stuff that you could take. I, I don't yeah. know, man. What did you say he was going to graduate with? Oh, uh, uh, like, a bachelor's in pool management. Pool management, yeah, or or lifeguard management or something like it that. It was I'm pool like, management. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I was looking for like the basket weavings of the world. So I feel like movies, like for, I was like, oh, college is going to be easy, and then I could never find like I'll we had get, rocks for jocks. That was the we had one Iowa. Had. I, I took. I'll college. get that. I will get the elusive leisure studies degree. I can't wait. <laughs> I there was a class in Iowa re- called uh, recital attendance. We just had to go to concerts, so they wouldn't play in like an empty hall for like the orchestra. Good. You can take it twice. You got one credit. So you just like go, wow. you check in. I think it was like four concerts per semester. You go check in beforehand and then you drop off a little sheet of paper with your name on it at the end. So they know you're there the whole time. And that way, mm-hmm. like the whatever brass quartet didn't play two hours to an empty house. Uh-huh. This is also before smartphones. So you had to like sit there and really just get through it. But uh, guys, one of the things that we like doing on this podcast is uh, taking a look at kind of a minor character to see if this movie was the start of big things for them at the peak of their whole career. So it is time for an IMDb deep dive. Megan, who are we going to dive on this week? So I kept picking people that I thought were going to be, that I didn't recognize because I didn't recognize most people in this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But they were actually like, like Joe is still going strong. Lots of credits there. He's so no cool. idea. Yeah. <laughs> so I am picking Latimer. All right. Place at the table. Mm-hmm. Fucking table. He doesn't look good if you look him up on IMDb these days. That He's doing type, fine. That He's body great. type does not age well. If you watch Real Housewives of New Jersey, he's got a real uh, Frank Catania look to him. Like, mm. cl- like, click on this link because his... <laughs> look at this The way that his... The way that his face and his neck is what he's doing in this picture is oh, very... Oh, God, what a bad picture of terrifying. him. He's I got know. a fat neck, boy. <laughs> um, oh, it's He still, still is acting today, um, which is interesting because he's, like, relatively speaking, he hasn't been in a ton of oh, things. Oh, wow. Okay, I, I'm looking forward to this. Okay, yeah. Yes. Okay. So he started his career in 1990. He was in Dragon Fight as a bar fight spectator. Sure. Which I've, I've never heard fight. of that. Okay. Right. I'm not sure. Hudson Hawk. He was Butterfinger. Oof. If you haven't seen Hudson shit. Hawk, watch Hudson Hawk. It's absurd. Yeah. Okay. It's so well, necessary, necessary Roughness was something that was on my list. Yep. I fucking that love one. that movie. I fucking love that movie. Yep. Um, he plays in one episode of L.A. Law. In 91 as Beef Barstow. <laughs> that sounds like his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Then he was in Batman Returns as Chip in 92. The program. Um, he was in Cyborg 3, The Recycler, which. Of course he was. Was there a Cyborg 1 or 2? No. <laughs> no. Nope. Okay. They, they went straight to 3. Yeah. Okay. Well, he was in three movies, including that. Or, yeah, very busy. In 94, was in that movie was in Renegade, a TV series, and it was in Street Fighter. Uh, I know Renegade um, and Street Fighter. What is a Street Fighter? What exactly these, is a Street Fighter? These are great questions. <laughs> Word are important Jordan questions to ask. Yeah. Um, also, all of his character names are like Nako, Jocko, Chip, Beef, <laughs> Butterfinger. We could do higher learning too. He's also in that, yep. as is yep. Omar oh, Epps, shit. and I think Christy Swanson. That's a good one. We should do yes. that one. Too. Yeah, you can do higher learning for sure. Okay, put that on the list. Yep. Um, he was in Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman, which I loved watching on TV. Yeah, he was in one episode as X. Why did he have to? He was on Conan. He was on The Sentinel. 
99. He played in a few random things. I think he gets to the highlight. Oh. It gets, it gets, he's in some shit up here. You want to do it, Dana? I feel like the one that like caught my attention because I looked at this the other day was he's like the killer. He's Leatherface. He's Leatherface. Chainsaw Massacre the beginning. Yeah. That movie terrified me and I had trouble sleeping as a 23 year old. Wow. All right. Yeah, it was he, another. I, it was another one of my favorite football movies. Any given yeah, Sunday, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been in kind of a lot of shit. Um, a lot more for he's got a very specific look. So like, yeah, for him to be in this many things is pretty wild. And yeah, between Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, Any Given Sunday, playing Zangief in Street Fighter, and then being in <laughs> Hudson Hawk. <sighs> Yeah, I don't even know how to describe Hudson Hawk. Just fucking watch it. It's so stupid. I'm surprised he didn't wind up in like a Rob Zombie film. I feel like I've seen all of his. Mm, he really movies. should have. Yeah. Right. It's not too late. Yeah. Rob Zombie. Look up Andrew. There's some. Bryan. There's some time. He's still Andrew asking. He's, yeah, he's still acting. So yeah. like, give it a shot. We'll see. Yeah, he's in a movie right now that's in post production. But yeah, he's just in like a smattering of random things. Um, semi. All fun names. Fun yeah, names all were. fun names. Big Ed. Um, <laughs> He was in like a few episodes of Chopper. I think that's the longest thing where he was in like three episodes. But um, yeah, he did some things and he's from the Philadelphia area. He's actually a former bodybuilder. Oh, what? I'm shocked. Um, <laughs> I know. And he, he came to Hollywood for like a summer vacation, was spotted by a talent scout and then signed him up to, uh, to do a test for Hudson Hawk. Jesus Christ! Uh, there is there is one more here that has caught my eye. He played Dracula in a movie called Dracula's Guest. What kind of a horrifying Dracula is he? <laughs> like a gigantic, the, scary Dracula. The scariest. Yeah. Oh boy, uh, guys, that does bring us to the end of this episode. And just like the end of the school year, that means time to announce some superlatives. Uh. Bud Light Kaminsky is most likely to be remembered as a gentle giant. They would for sure call him a gentle giant. Oh. Ray is most likely to host a really classy tailgate with way more food than alcohol. Yeah. Mac mm-hmm. is most likely to be the winningest high school coach in Mississippi history. That's for sure his future. Yeah. Latimer is most likely to lose to Stone Cold Steve Austin at SummerSlam. Yep. He's going to mm-hmm. for sure take the stunner and he'll take it really well. Camille is most likely to be the perennial champion at the country club's annual tennis tourney. Autumn is most likely to still be nervous to bring Darnell home 10 years after they got married. She's never going to shake that. I feel like I know it's going to be, it's going to be a whole thorn in their side. Joe is most likely to run a super Christian football camp for promising high school athletes. He has that vibe to me where he'll like, he'll, he'll get clean and find Jesus and then like make that a whole thing. He had like a Brett Favre vibe to me. Well, Brett Brett Favre was, he was a drunk too at first. So yeah, I guess that makes sense. To me, he seemed more like a Ryan Leaf where like he's going to get clean and and then get dirty again. So that's that's Bosworth. 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 Yeah. And uh, Darnell is most likely to be a Heisman contender who winds up going undrafted because he's too skinny for the NFL. That dude is not built like a running back. Ray is built like a running back. I'm not sure what Dar- Darnell's too skinny to really be good at that position. I feel like. 
That's fair. He's yeah. no Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley size, the size of my whole body. It's ridiculous. Thick. He's Super thick. thick. Um, this next movie is my pick i don't know if this one's on our list or not um i don't think it is but i i have to pick it uh we are going to do dangerous minds we got to do it it's uh yeah what yeah gangster's paradise uh michelle pfeiffer is the savior who i think is like a a navy seal or a green beret or some shit in that movie she's not a navy seal how is this high school or college it's it's a high school movie she goes to see high school you have to rage (laughs) against the dying of the night yeah or the light of the night whatever Do it not go quietly into that good night or some shit. Yeah, it and is. just one tear going down the cheek. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is to me the ultimate white savior movie. It's so so bad and so cliche. <laughs> well, you know, and I, and I had I did high school high, so I have to do like the serious version of high school high. You um, should have done uh, stand, st- lean on me, stand well, by me. But, Which but that's that's too old. I think oh. these were like back to back years. Like this is basically okay. high school high for real. So okay, it's gonna be bad. But I'm well, looking Joan forward is to that. Yeah, uh, guys, that does bring us to the end of this episode. Uh, if you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, review. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Recapping Gown Pod. That is R E C A P N G O W N P O D. Um, you can also join our Facebook group, Recapping Gown Fan Club. Um, we'll keep the discussion going in in there uh, for this whole week. I think there's a lot of things to talk about in here, and a lot of a lot of visuals. You need to see, you need to see uh, what um, what whatever his name Latimer looks like in real life, and also his face paint, which we didn't talk about. But this dude was doing full like you know face paint here for all of his episodes, all the the games they played in. So uh, be sure to follow us there. Uh, if you didn't like what you heard tonight then uh to quote darnell you ain't nothing but a big fat pork rind eating lineman take it easy millennials we will see you next week